Well, let's look at Proverbs 4, verse 20 this evening. We're going to start a new series tonight. We may, there, there may be some things we can finish up on uh, another one, but uh, we're going to go in this direction tonight. Proverbs 4, verse 20. It says, My son, give attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of its spring the issues of life. Put away from you a deceitful mouth and put perverse lips far from you. We're going to emphasize verse 22, but let's read 20 through to, up to 22. Let's go back to verse 20. It says, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. They are life. His words are life to those who find them and they are health to all their flesh. And the Amplified Classic, verse 22, says, For they are life to those who find them, healing and health, to all their flesh. His words are healing and health to all their flesh. Verse, or verse 22 in the NIV says, For they are life, His words are life to those who find them, and health to one's whole body. His words are health to our whole body. In the Jubilee Bible, it says, For they are life unto them that find them, and medicine to all their flesh. His words are medicine to our flesh, to our body. They are health and wholeness to our body, health and healing to our flesh. God's word is life and truth. Amen? And it's powerful, it's living. And it will affect our bodies. As we look to what His Word says and His truth, it will change. It has the power to bring health and healing to our bodies, health and healing and wholeness to our whole body. To our whole body. To our whole body. Every part. There's not a part that God doesn't know about. He created the whole thing. He, needs, he, knows, he knows about the parts that people remove because they don't think they need them. Not that that's a bad thing if, you know, people have their tonsils removed and everything. God knows everything about them. He knows everything about everything. And so he knows what needs to happen in every part of our body. John 8.31 says, Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Well, God's word is truth. God's Word is light, and it's life. And his, Jesus said here, the truth will make you free. The truth will change you. Romans 10, 17 said, So then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. As we come to know God's Word in every area, it works in every area, 
but it will change us. Faith will come in that area, and the life of God will be available in that area. The power of God will be available in that area. And so God's Word is powerful. It's quick. It's health. It's healing. Now we're going to focus on that part about it being healing to our body. God wants us to be well. God wants us to be healthy. He, he wants us to be whole. The way that comes is by knowing what He has done, knowing His Word, and when we, when we know the truth, it's going to make us free. When we focus on the truth, it's going to make us is free. His Word has the ability to correct anything in our body. He has already provided health and healing through what Jesus did on the cross, but how do you find out about what Jesus did on the cross? Through His Word. The truth comes through His Word. And when you focus on His Word, when you look to His Word, when you look to the truth concerning health and healing, that actually produces health and healing in our bodies. The potential is there for us to be well in every area. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the Word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. It says, For the Word of God is living and powerful. It's living and powerful. The Word of God, there is life to it. It's not just words on a page. It's not just words that you hear. It is the Word of the living God, and it has the power, the ability for our bodies to be completely made well. It's the most powerful force in the universe. It can correct anything, any problem. John 6, 63 says, It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit, and they are life. Jesus said, the words I speak to you are spirit, and they are life. See, the spiritual realm created this natural realm. Back in Genesis, God was. He has always been. And He said, light be. He spoke things into existence, so this spiritual, the spiritual realm created this natural realm. So the spirit is, at a, is a higher level of reality than this natural realm. And so the spirit of God is how all this natural um, reality became into existence. The spirit of God created your natural body, created the, the way it all operates. And so it is a higher level, and it, it um, is life to our flesh. It is healing and wholeness. The Spirit of God, the Word of God, can change for the better anything in our body. And so we need to know that it's to Him that we look. Let's look back at... Uh, Let's look back at Proverbs 4.22, or yeah, 
and just look at that before we go forward. Let's look at it in the New King James. It says, For His words are life to those who find them, and health to all their, their flesh. Let's go back to verse 20. Let's just read through these first three, so as we go forward. It says, My, my son, give attention to my words. Give attention to my words. Incline your ear, your ear to my sayings. His words are truth, and they are truth concerning health and wholeness in our bodies. People are searching for, for um, health. They want health and healing in their bodies. And thank God for medical science. Thank God for doctors. Doctors can do certain things, but they can't do everything. We know that. Medical science is limited. But God, God is not limited. His power is not limited. When it concerns our bodies, He made our bodies, and His Word concerning our bodies and health and healing will produce life in our bodies regardless of the situation. What our job is, is to look at what He said, pay attention to what He said, look to His Word, look to His truth, focus on that, and that will actually produce healing, it will actually produce life, it will actually produce health and wholeness in our bodies. Because it's already available, His, his health and His healing and His power is already available, but the way that becomes manifest in our bodies is by looking to His Word. See, something can be available to us, but us not take advantage of it. And just because, the, that, just because Jesus, through His death, burial, and resurrection, through His atonement, provided health and wholeness to us, provided it for us, does not mean that we automatically receive it just because it's available. You can be walking with God and yet not take advantage of what He's provided for us. In, in any area. How does it become real and become powerful in our lives? His word in any area, it's by looking at it, by giving attention to it, by making it the truth, making it the, um, making it the reality in our life, the truth, the focus in our life, making it the final say in our life. As we look to it, then His Word has the power to change us. His Word is the antidote for unbelief. His Word is the antidote for doubt. His Word is the antidote for, I just don't know what I'm going to do. Well, His Word tells us. If we'll look to His Word, then it can bring us to where we see the truth, to where we see what He's provided. We see that uh, how to receive it. We see that it's already ours. We see that He wants us to walk in it. And it can bring us to the point where then it affects our bodies. It's just looking at His Word. It's just making it first place. His Word 
has the ability to produce change in every area, and it has the ability to produce change in our bodies. Let's read through these, and then we'll go forward up. So verse 20 says, My son, give attention to my words, incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. They are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. They are life. Everybody say life. It says life to those who find them. You know what we're doing right now? We're looking at them. Do you know that you could already have heard this verse and other verses, and it's kind of in the background somewhere, but when we put it in front of us and say this is true, we are finding them again. We are putting them in front of us again. It's this process that makes it effective. For they are life to those who find them, and health to all their flesh, to their healing to our flesh, their medicine to our flesh. And His medicine will cure anything. Absolutely anything. Even if medical science doesn't have an answer, His Word is health to all of our flesh. His Word has the ability to make us healthy. So we're just going to read over some some verses that start to point us to what he has done and just start wading in to what his word says concerning health and wholeness. His word is health to all of our flesh. As we look to his word, faith comes, mind renewal comes, thoughts that are, uh, you know, thoughts come from all kinds of places, get embedded our ideas get embedded in our thinking. You know, as we walk through this world, this world is, is um, fallen. It is full of godless ideas. And no matter how long you've walked with God, you can get tainted by the world if you let yourself. What, what, what once used to be bright and strong and vibrant in your belief can become uh, faded. It can become worn. It can become tainted with other people's ideas. Uh, circumstance will try to beat you, will try to knock faith out of you. And so what do we have to do? we got to look back to what he said. Because his word's true. And his word's true now, at the end of 2021, as much as it was 2,000 years ago. It's just as powerful right now. It doesn't matter, you know, we have more technology, which we do. Uh, But there's a lot of ways right now, you know, in the world, uh, there's a lot that has gone away from God, a lot that looks, uh, you know, in, in godless ideas. The world is the same, people are the same, but, you know, the world looks different than it did 2,000 years ago. But God's truth has not changed, and it is just as powerful right now, today, in Andover, Massachusetts, and wherever you are at, if you're watching online, just as powerful right now as it was when Jesus walked the earth, when the apostles walked the earth, 
It is just as powerful, and the power of God is just as powerful. His word has not changed. Amen? Let's look. Hebrews 13.8 says that. It says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Can you put that up? Hebrews 13.8 says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So he's the same. The Bible calls him the Word. Jesus is the Word. Let's look at Exodus 15.26. Exodus 15.26 says, If you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in His sight, give ear to His commandments and keep all His statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. We're just going to go over some scripture now. We're going to kind of do a flyover, you know, read a lot, and we will dive into different things, I believe, as we go forth. But just we, we just want to look at some scriptures that uh, show us what God has, what He says about health and wholeness uh, in His Word. Let's read that again. Verse 26, this is back, way back. Uh, in the Old Covenant, God had made provision for His people to be well and healthy. He said, if you diligently heed the voice of the Lord your God, do what is right in His sight, give ear to His commandments, and keep all His statutes, I will put none of the diseases on you which I have brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Other translations say, I am your physician. I am your doctor. I am the Lord who heals you. He knows how to get the job done. His word is health to us, and he is the healer. Exodus 23, 25 says, So you shall serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and water, and I will take sickness away from the midst of you. No one shall suffer miscarriage or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. Look back at verse 25. He said, you will serve the Lord your God. I, he will bless your bread and water. I will take sickness away from the midst of you. That's God's will. He said he would take sickness away from the midst of you. What does that mean? It's not even found. That's his will. Sickness is never the will of God. It's never His will for us to be sick in any way, in any shape, any form. Sickness is not of God ever. He doesn't use it as a tool to teach people things. His will is for us to be well. He said He would take it away from the midst of us. Psalm 103 verse 1 says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless His holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all His benefits. Verse 3, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases. What does all mean? It means all. What does it say here? This is a benefit. Who forgives all your iniquities, who who heals all your diseases. He forgives your iniquities and He heals 
all your diseases. This is what he does. He's, he's the physician. He's the doctor. He's the healer. He heals all. Everybody said he heals all. He heals all. Say it again. He heals all. All diseases. Every single one. He has the power. He has the ability. And he has the desire. If he had the power, but he didn't have the desire to heal you, well, that you're out of luck. But he has the want to. And he has the power. And so what we're doing is just looking to say, oh, you, what does your word say? What does your word say about this? If he said that he uh, has provided healing and he has the ability, then we look to his word and we want what he said that we can have. We don't want to be talked out about it, of it because of the world doesn't believe it. The world doesn't believe all kinds of things. The world doesn't believe in Jesus. The world mocks Jesus. But there's a truth. And there's a truth concerning health and wholeness. Let's look at Psalm 107, 17. Again, we're just going to fly over some things. Just put some of the word into us tonight. Verse 17 says, Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, were afflicted. Fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, were afflicted. That means they did something stupid and they're suffering for it. Don't raise your hand, but have you ever done something stupid? Of course you have. Have you ever suffered for it? Yes, you have. Yes, I have. We've all done dumb stuff. Well, the devil will tell you, you've done dumb stuff, therefore, you, you don't qualify. You brought this on yourself. Well, that may be true, but there is forgiveness and there is redemption in God and there is health and wholeness in Him anyway. That's what this is saying. So he says, fools, because of their transgression and because of their iniquities, iniquities were afflicted. Verse 19, then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and He saved them out of their distresses. He sent His word he sent His Word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Oh, that men would give thanks to the Lord for His goodness and for the wonderful works to the children of men. Look at verse 19. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble and He saved them out of their distresses. Notice they went to the Lord. They cried to Him. They said, Lord, I need You. And He saved them. Verse 20, and he sent his word and healed them. His word is health to all their flesh. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. There is healing in the Lord regardless of what we may have done in the past. If we'll come to God and cry out to him and say, Lord, I missed it. I'm sorry. Forgive me. But I look to you. He can still heal anything. You know, somebody could have smoked cigarettes their whole life, have lungs that are black, and, and the devil will tell them, you know, there's no hope for you. You brought that on yourself. You know what? God can heal and make those lungs just like they were new. Her testimonies of that very thing. You can, there is mercy in God. He knows how to make lungs. He doesn't, it doesn't matter. 
You know, it's like, you know, you bring your, your car down to the dealership or to the mechanic just because you, some part is messed up. They can put a brand new one in just like it never happened. Well, God's our healer. He's our physician. That goes for any part in your body. And he's a merciful God. You say, well, I need to get this and this in line. Uh, he'll heal you on credit. He knows your heart. You just need to go to him. He'll start. He can start the healing process, and you can be going in the right direction and getting better all the time. But you know, God's not limited by our mess-ups. Thank God. Thank God for the blood of Jesus, and thank God for the healing power that's in the Holy Spirit. Think of this. The Holy Spirit is the power of God. He is, it's Him and His power coming on uh, the person that, allow, that, that creates healing and creates wholeness. His power is not limited. He can, he, his power going through, He's the one that created the worlds. He's the one that created the body to begin with. Uh, anything that comes in contact with that power doesn't matter if the part doesn't exist anymore. You know, people that have had eardrums removed, God can make them back again. People say, well, that's impossible. That's impossible with people. That's not impossible with the healer. That's not impossible with the creator. That's what he does. That'd be like going down to the, again, the car manufacturer and be like, well, I, I don't, this part's gone. They have a whole warehouse full of them. He's, they're not limited by the fact that it's gone. They make them every day. Well, God is the healer. He's the creator. He can do anything. I said, he can do, any, he can do anything that he hasn't, you know, he won't lie because he's limited himself in his word, but he can, his power is not limited except where he's limited himself. And in this area, he has not limited himself concerning healing. His, his, he wants, if he has our heart, if we'll look to him, he can heal anything. He can make it right, and he doesn't have to take 10 years to do it either. Amen? He knows how to get it done. Isaiah 53, 4. Isaiah 53, 4 says, Surely he has borne our griefs. Talking about Jesus, talking about the atonement, what he did. See, people don't have a problem. A lot of Christians don't have a problem believing Jesus bore their sins. But then they'll stumble on, he took our sicknesses because they've been taught wrong. They think that's in a different category. If he can make you right with God and clean and uh, cleansed of all your sin and a new person in the spiritual realm, he can take care of your body. Well, he can, you know, people, because it's religion. It, it is devilish. People have been taught that somehow God will accept you and he'll save you, but you just got to deal with sickness and disease in your body. That's, that's. Uh, not true. That's not biblical, and it is actually demonic. You wouldn't want that for any of your children. Are you kidding me? Well, you know, I'll accept you back, but you know, you just got to deal with that physical ailment. If you, if, if it was up to you and you loved your child or your parents or your sibling, you would do everything in your power to make sure your, your loved one is completely whole in every way. Is that not true? How much God... How much more God? He loves us and we'll say, oh, well, he loves me, but you know, I just got to deal with this thing because I've done so much or I'm trying so hard to believe or whatever. He, God said, it, I've already done it and ju we're just looking at his word 
and focusing on, on his word and seeing what he said and what he already wants to do. His will is for us to be well. This isn't something that's so far out that is just so hard to grasp that we just have to really strive to get. It's His Word that when we look at His Word, then faith will spring up. And the more we know about His heart and what He's done, then we can just receive. We don't have to make it hard. We can just walk in it. Isaiah 53, 4. We just agree with what we're seeing in His Word. Let's read Isaiah 53, 4 again. Surely He has borne our griefs, carried our sorrows, Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him. And by his stripes, we are healed. See, in other versions, and we'll look at this probably later, this is talking about sickness and pain. And it's saying he bore them. He took them. He paid for them. And by His stripes, the stripes on His back, we are healed. By He paid the penalty for us to be well. You say, how is that possible? It's the Word of God. And so we take it according to what He said, and we act like it's true. If He said it, then we act on it. Let's read a, a few more verses here. That's Isaiah prophesying... Um, the future about what the Messiah would do, about what Jesus would do. Matthew 8, 16 is talking about Jesus and looking back at these same truths. When evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. So Jesus is healing. Healed all who were sick, verse 17, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, He himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. See, Matthew brings out what Isaiah was saying in saying that Jesus took our infirmities, he bore our sicknesses, and this is being fulfilled as he is healing people. In this, in this verse right here, in this passage, Jesus is going about healing people, and this is saying this is a fulfillment of what was spoken by Isaiah, that he took our infirmities, he bore our, our sicknesses. In other words, he paid for them, and it, he's demonstrating it as he's healing people. That has still going on today through, our, um, through what Jesus did in his atonement. We have the ability to be healthy and whole because He's already paid for it. He's already paid for our sickness and disease. 1 Peter 2, 24, just flying over some of these things and, and we'll go over into to different areas, but just what the Word of God says concerning health and wholeness, His Word is health to all our flesh. And as we look at His Word, we see truths that will actually produce healing in our bodies. 1 Peter 2.24 says, He himself, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Referring to that same truth. That what Jesus did in his atonement, his stripes paid for us to be well and healthy. So your mind will say, well, how is that possible? What does that mean? We need to go approach the Word 
approach it as truth, look to His Word, put it into us, and as we focus on His Word, take it like it were, like medicine, read it, say it, declare it, then that truth gets embedded in our heart, gets embedded in our understanding. We see His, His Word is powerful. And as we look to His Word, it gives the Holy Spirit the ability to enlighten eyes of understanding, to quicken our heart, and to help us then to walk in what He's provided. We give Him the access when we look at His Word. See, if we say, I just don't understand that, and then we walk away, see, we're not giving attention to it. We're not looking at it. We're being distracted. And it's looking at it and saying it and putting it into our lives that allows it to operate and allows it to then change our understanding and thereby change our bodies. Acts 10.36 talks about Jesus going about and healing. Acts 10.36 says, the word, the word which God sent to the children of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ, He is Lord of all, that word you know, which was proclaimed throughout all Judea and began from Galilee after the baptism which John preached. Verse 38, what is the word that was preached? Verse 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Notice it says, verse 38, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. So that word went out. What was the word? That God had anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit, with power. And Jesus, it says, who went, who being Jesus, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil. For God was with him. So Jesus went about doing good. Jesus went about healing. Jesus went about healing those that were oppressed of the devil. Jesus went out in the power of the Holy Spirit, anointed by the Holy Spirit. To do what? To heal. And that's exactly what he's continuing to do today through the power of the Holy Spirit as we look to what already is ours through what Jesus did. He wants to do the same thing in our bodies as he did to those people. It's ours. It's available. We look to his word. See, even right now, as we're looking to this word, life is springing up in our hearts the faith is springing up, and it's, it, the truth of God's Word is shedding light into our mind, into our hearts, and the possibility of all God has done and wants to do in our life is coming into our, our, our purview, into our perspective right now. Things that may have been on the, the peripheral part is coming into central, right into the central of our understanding, and we're seeing the truth of God's word, and that quickens then, uh, it quickens us on the inside and it gives God access to do what he already has, wants to do in our lives. What he's already paid for and what he wants to have uh, active and vital in our lives now. He's already paid for it. 
He's already provided it. And God is not withholding from any person. In other words, there's not going to be like, okay, in 20 years now God's ready to do what He's already provided. He's ready right now. It's already ours right now. And so we're looking back at His Word, focusing on what He said, saying, you know what, that's right. What His Word says concerning these things is true. And bringing that back to our remembrance, if we haven't heard, putting it into uh, our understanding, if we haven't heard, and we're putting it in front of us saying, this is the truth. This is there all along. This was there before any of us were born. It was already provided. And we're just looking back at it and saying, Lord, this is your truth. I am going to act like your word is true. I'm going to walk in it. And the word is quickening and bringing us up even right now. And it will continue to do this. His word is powerful. Remember we read at the beginning, it's quick and it's powerful. It is not just reading words off a page. It is alive. When we say his word, the Holy Spirit is there to quicken it, to put it in, to bring it to our attention and, and, and emphasize it in our heart. And faith is there to react to it, to react to his truth and to start changing things. See, it's not something that we're going, oh, I just wish I could. I, I, it just is out there, and it's like the holy grail of everything is just to try to be healed. We're, sit, we're looking at the Word, and, it, and the Word is truth, and we say, well, that's true, and that's true now, and it's not an effort. It's just putting our attention back on the Word and taking His truth, taking His healing, taking His medicine, and letting it do the work. We have to give it our attention, but faith will be there as we give it our attention. Amen. Romans 10, 8 says, What does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith which we preach, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe it in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So this is talking about salvation and believing on, on, on the Lord Jesus to be saved, but it applies in every area. And it says the word, we said the word, his word is health to our flesh. So as we hear his word, we read that, the, that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. As we hear the word on healing, as we have heard the word on healing tonight, and as we continue to hear the word on healing, we're giving, him, we're giving attention to what His word says concerning healing, and that word produces faith in our heart, and as that word produces faith in our heart, we act on it, and we say it, and we confess and say, that's the truth, then it has the ability to bring that word to pass. It says in verse 10, for with the heart one believes unto righteousness. You could say, with the heart one believes unto healing. And with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. You could say, with the mouth confession is made to wholeness, to wellness. And so the, faith, so the word will be in two places. It'll be in our heart and it'll be in our mouth. As we give the word attention 
and see what the Word says concerning healing, and then we start declaring what that Word says, see, that's just like taking God's medicine. You take it by mouth, you see it, and then you say it. And you, you're ta- it's just like you would take uh, a dose of medicine in the natural. And as you do that, it creates health and wholeness. And as you keep doing it, it will produce change in our life. It'll produce health in our life. It'll produce wholeness in our body. Because the Word of God has the ability to change every part of our body. We act on it in faith. We don't go by what we see. We don't buy, go by what you feel. No more than you would do that in the natural. If the doctor told you, take this medicine, take it two times a day. And a lot of times it's orally. It's taking it by... Uh, you know, you take it with a pill by, with a glass of water or something, you wouldn't go and say, oh, I don't feel like this is going to work, so I'm not going to take it. It doesn't have anything to do with what you feel like. It has everything to do with the power that's in the medication. And that's the same thing as we give attention to His Word, the Word causes health to be in our, our, our body. The Word can change. It changes our heart and it changes our body. So as we look to Him, look to His Word, look to His Word on healing, we let our eyes rest on it, we let it come into our heart, and then we agree with it. You act on it. How is it act? One way you act on it is by saying, you say, I believe that. He took my sicknesses. He took my infirmities. I say that the Lord is my healer. You could just say that for an hour. Lord, I thank you that you're my healer. You, you heal every sickness. You heal every disease. You, if you were dealing with a certain area, you could say, I thank you that you heal that area, that you are healing that area, that you are strong, that your word is more powerful than any disease, any sickness. It's more powerful than this, that your spirit is available, that you know exactly what to do, and you can just spend time. What is that? That's putting attention on his word. What does his word do? It brings health. It brings wholeness. It brings, you can go around all day and in the back of your mind, instead of worrying about something, you're just thanking God that his health is working, that his healing's working. You say, that's too simple. That's what the word says. And sometimes we, do, we just make it too complicated. We start saying, yeah, but, and I tried and whatever. If we'll just get back to, he said, bring, give attention to my words. He said, his his words are health to those who find them. So I take him at his word and I say, they're health. I just keep looking at the word. I keep taking the word. I keep agreeing with the word and just press in there and his word produces results. Amen. His word is health. His word is healing. And he's the great physician. Amen. Amen.